Good evening, Quest Church. It's great to be with you tonight. I'm Bishop McIntosh, and this is my wife, Pastor Debbie, mm -hmm. and we're excited to be with you, and of course, our great friend, Bishop Rick Hawkins, and his lovely wife, Giovanna. And of course, Baby River, and I can't wait to get my hands on that little guy. We're also so proud of uh, Crystal and uh, Dustin and known them for years. Yes. In fact, we've known Pastor Rick since he was 17 years old. Now, that was a young, few, that was a few years, years young. That was a few years ago, <laughs> almost 40 years, I guess. And uh, we're excited because as a young man, he loved God. And to watch him over these last almost 40 years, wow. to watch what he's done and accomplished has been an amazing thing. And I know you feel blessed to have him as your pastor. Yes. And again, we're honored to be with you tonight. We have an assignment, and that is to talk about communication. Many of you, this seems like a very simple subject, but it really isn't. It's very complex and very needed for this time in the body of Christ. And so we wanna kinda, kinda go through a bunch of different areas of communication and develop some skills for good communication yeah. and maybe let go of some skills that are bad skills of communication. So before we do that, we wanna turn to a video. We want you to watch this about communication or maybe the lack thereof. Watch it and we'll be right back with you. It's just, there's all this pressure, you know? And sometimes it feels like it's right up on me and I can just feel it, like literally feel it in my head and it's relentless. And I don't know if it's gonna stop. I mean, that's the thing that scares me the most is that I don't know if it's ever gonna stop. Yeah. Well, you do have a nail in your head. It is not about the nail. Are you sure? Because, I mean, I'll bet if we got that out of there. Stop would... trying to fix it. No, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm just pointing out that maybe the nail is causing. You always do this. You always try to fix things when what I really need is for you to just listen. No, see, I don't think that is what you need. I think what you need is to get the nail See, out. you're not even listening now. Okay, fine. I will listen. Fine. It's just, sometimes it's like there's this achy, I don't know what it is. And I'm not sleeping very well at all. And all my sweaters are snagged. I mean, all of them. Yeah, I, that sounds really hard. It is. Thank you. Ow! Oh, come on! Ow. If you would just... Don't! Now, I know that was pretty interesting and almost funny, comical to watch, but sometimes <laughs> very serious, too. So let's get started, Pastor Debbie. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the definition of communication. Well, first of all, I just feel like with communication, we kind of need to come into the 21st century when we're teaching about communication. We've all heard uh, active listening, repeat back, did you hear what I just said? Did you understand it? That kind of thing. But we want to go a little deeper than that because communication is really... Uh, something that the church should be famous for. We have the Holy Ghost and the Word of God talks about communication so much and about love and how the whole world will know that we're disciples because of our love for one another. And so in the Bible it says in Proverbs 4, 7, though it costs you everything, 
seek wisdom. Get understanding, no matter what you have to do. And so tonight, in this very short amount of time, we just want to motivate you a little bit and give you a, just a few keys on how to uh, get better communication in your life with your spouse, maybe on your job, with your children, your neighbors. It's Life is all about communication, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So real communication, effective communication that produces authentic connection, we need understanding. We need to understand the needs and preferences of everybody that we come in contact with, including maybe the lady at the grocery store. Whoever it is, we want to be able to interact with them and have a good connection where everybody's on the same page. And in order to do that, we boil this down to two questions that need to be answered in order to have effective communication. The first one is, what do you need from me? The second one is, how do you need it? So we have to say that to one another. What do you need from me, Bishop? And how, how do, you do you need, need it? it? So say to your neighbor right now, what do you need from me and how do you need it? Because in answering those two questions, um, you can even better yourself in just thinking about that when you're talking to somebody of being more clear, more communicative, more effective in what you say. We believe that what right relationships, which of course is built all around communication, is really the most valuable resource and asset, asset that we have uh, in the church, in our marriage, in our family. And so we always want to be getting better and better and better. No matter what happens, can you imagine if you were always on the same page with your spouse, if you were always feeling connected with your child's teacher or your pastor or and your neighbor, any relationship, we would all really, the, the big C, the big church, uh, the church uh, worldwide would become famous and Jesus would become famous because we were all such good communicators and because we all loved each other so much. We want to encourage you tonight that, um, you know, not one of us received a manual on communication <laughs> when we Boy, were growing sure. up. <laughs> Nobody sure. taught us these wonderful skills that you need to know in your life that will help you get a better marriage. You know, we all spend so many thousands of dollars getting training, going to college, whatever. We're getting mentored, whatever, but we, we don't ever learn so to speak, on how to have good communication skills. And so we want to encourage you tonight. You're not going to learn everything tonight, but be open about it. And even when you go home, pray about it. Ask the Lord, you know, what can I do to be a better communicator? All we need to, for you to do tonight is to be open and self-aware so that you can readily work on bettering your communication skills and grow in your relationships at Quest. Wouldn't it be great if everybody in Oklahoma City said Quest is the place where everybody is just so loving and so nice and they listen and they're such good communicators and that pastor and his mm -hmm. wife <laughs> are so great. Amen. So we want to help tonight in any way we can. Bishop. Good. Let me first address the elephant in the room. 
I know some of you are thinking, I don't need a seminar on communication. And if I'm accurate, most of you are men. Let me just talk to you just for a second because we use certain terms to identify or even make excuses about not communicating well or we say things like this. What you see is what you get. Well, before we knew Christ, that may have been true. We always got the same thing from you. So what we see is what we got. But in Christ, there is a difference. Or maybe this one. This is just who I am. Can I help rephrase that? In Christ, there's a difference between who you were and who you are. So we can't say, I'm just this way from the past. We have to say, I'm changing and becoming this person. Here's another one. This is the way I do things. Maybe it's the way you've learned to do things, but maybe there's a better way you can do them. Or maybe this, I was raised this way. You know, we were all raised differently, and we can take real good lessons from our past yeah. because some things from our past are really good and important, mm -hmm. but some things probably were not the best, and we can learn new ways of doing things. So tonight we want to give you some principles for your life, and if you're married, for your marriage, and in life generally as you have relationship with other people. I think it's going to be a real blessing. So let's talk a little bit about that, Pastor Debbie. Let's, let's talk about the workplace for a minute. You know, so many uh, people get hired for lots of different reasons, but really the research shows us over and over that people usually get fired for two most common reasons. One is character. And you know, the Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And so what's ever in there, unfortunately sometimes, it's, it's, gonna, gonna, come out. it's gonna come out. And so um, your character is all about really your actions. That's how people know your character. <clears throat> It's your character, the actual definition of character, it's, it's the internal regulator that causes us to do what's right, no matter what the uh, benefit or the consequences are. And so um, a lot of times at work, maybe we're late, we're not doing it as excellent, we're talking about maybe our boss behind mm. their back. I would never no. do that to you, he's been my boss. Uh, 45 years, um, but so, but that's, that's about character and people notice that and that's very important on the workplace and that bleeds into what's on the inside comes out, communication. And communication is the imparting or interchange of thoughts, opinions, or information by speech, writing, pictures, or even body language. <laughs> no, you need to be close. <laughs> This means, yes, we're still in love after 45 years. This means... We got a problem. <laughs> but both of these, character and communication, are so important. It's that ability to find positive connection with everybody around you and even solve problems with people that don't think like you. And so, and you know... I won't preach tonight because the bishop is in the house, but uh, solving life is all about solving problems. 
It really is. Whether it's problems in your marriage, it might not be bad problems. It might be good problems. Like, where are we going to go to dinner tonight? Or what's going to happen? Or maybe a problem with your uh, child's teacher at school or somebody at work, a coworker. Life is all about that. So communication is so important that we can keep it positive, that there's understanding, that everybody's on the same page. And you know, um, we all wanna be successful. So you know, tonight or tomorrow or next week, say to your spouse or someone around you or maybe your pastor, and say this to Pastor Rick, what do you need from me and how do you need it? It'll, it'll help change your life. It will. Let me give you just a couple of scriptures because I know this is Wednesday night Bible study. And so I wanna give you a couple of scriptures that you wouldn't necessarily read as communication scriptures, but they are. The first is in Psalms 19, verse 14. Many are the words of my mouth. And this, many, many, may these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing yes, in your Lord. sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Yes, so our words must be pleasing to the Lord. And then Romans 14, verse 19. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and mutual edification. I love that. Communication is all about edifying each yeah. other. Even if it's a tough conversation, you know, and sometimes peace comes out of tough yes, absolutely. situations, mm -hmm. but we talk through them to resolve them, not just to argue. So we have to find peace ultimately. Yes. And then Proverbs 15, 28, the heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. We want to, we don't want to be those people that react. We want to positively act towards one another to resolve our issues. So let's just talk about communication in general. Yes. How does bad communication affect our lives? Well, we have traumatic disconnects in relationships. Uh, we could get fired from our job if we're bad, not it can happen and it yeah, has often. not good in communicating, not getting along with our um, coworkers. Broken relationships can cause us to miss what God ultimately has for us in the future. A person could get fired or divorced. Um, you know, if because of bad communication, we've done marriage counseling for years and usually that's the number one issue that people come in with is communication and conflict resolution. And, and so oftentimes we say it's not, it's finances or sex or the lack of sex or all these things. But communication has, is on the basis the of all of that. There's only two forms of communication, good communication and bad communication. Good communication connects us. Bad communication causes us to miss each other and ultimately we can start growing apart because of bad communication. So it becomes very essential that we understand bad communication can have major effect in our and lives. And you know, a great example of bad communication or ineffective communication is I hear couples say all the time, we argue and fuss, but it seems like 
our issues never get resolved mm. because there there's not a connection there and so um, we want everybody to develop good communication so we can tell the world about Jesus, right? Amen. And so that we can love each other and be connected even more and than we already are. Isn't it interesting, the Bible says, by this all men shall know that you're my disciples or followers, mm -hmm. that you love one another. Yep. And communication is the essence of our connection to love yep. one another. How we show each other that we love each other. So um, how do we let go of bad communication habits? Hmm. Letting go of any habit is challenging. But you know what? Again, I just wanna say we have the Holy Ghost, so we have one up That's on right. everybody in the world, right? If we have the Holy Ghost. And so there's so many practical things that you can do. You can keep a journal and say, I am not going to curse at my wife. Or the wife say, I am not going to yell at my spouse. I'm going to watch my tone when I speak to my children mm -hmm. or when I speak to my coworker. I'm gonna watch my body language. I'm not gonna yell. I'm not gonna blame automatically or be defensive. And you just have to be more intentional about making a decision ahead of time before you get in the situation. Because right. once you get in the heat of the moment, it's very difficult to, to change a, a bad habit. But if you write it down and, and say, I'm going to change, Father, help me change, um, you will have success and you will be better. You know, it's not about perfection, as our pastor says. It's about progression. It's about progression. And really, if you're going to change bad habits, you need to know where those habits came from. Because you just didn't start one day being a strong, overbearing, critical person. You grew up perhaps in a setting that mm -hmm. was overbearing or critical, and you took on that nature. Like we take on the nature of God, the nature of Christ. That's how we change our lives. We took on the nature of some people that we were around, maybe close friends or school friends or teachers or whoever, that taught us some bad skills in communication. To change those, you gotta say, this didn't come yeah. from God. It's not based in the Word of God, and I can overcome them through Jesus Christ and develop some good habits that will help change our life together. Absolutely. And it might be about, you know, not communicating. <laughs> Just never communicating. And That's so, true. That's, you know, we got Some people fight by pulling away and not well, talking. And, you know, maybe that's how they did in their families, but we're going to flip the, the script and, and take the Word of God as our script. So we wanted to give you a few new skills that you could take with you, um, even to work, maybe if you work on a team or in a marriage or even with your children. there It's good if there's a cadence of communication. In other words, if there's a, a a meeting where people know we're going to communicate at this time, it takes the person, um, it takes the emotion out of it, you know. It's professional that way. If we have a business meeting, we're talking about who's going to take out the trash, who's going to, you know, sweep the floor, who's going to pay the bills, yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, you can also talk about 
who, what you need at that time. What do you need and how do you need it? And maybe it's at that time when you have that business meeting or that communication or that talk that that's when you bring up something that you need that hasn't been fulfilled or something that you want um, that you're, the other person that you're talking to to do for you. And oftentimes we miss what the person is asking for. For instance, if you said, how do you feel about this? Most men are going to tell you how they think about that. Yeah. And so your spouse is asking what you feel. And most men might say, I don't feel anything. Well, we got to work through that because your spouse is asking you how you feel about the situation. Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel angry? Do you feel out of control? What is it that's making you feel this way and how can we overcome it? So we have to be truthful and honest. In fact, we use the word, you have to be hot to be a part of the culture of Transformation Church. H stands for humble, O for open, T for transparent. You have to be humble, open, there's humble, no, open, and transparent. There's no D in there, right, for defensive? No. Like Or G for guilty. If, or, if a spouse says, I need more affection or I need more empathy. Well, if you need it, then you give it to me. You know, I mean, see how you can. And then we're about to fight. We're about to interact because we've changed the whole subject rather know, than listening. Couples who fight sometimes end up, they never solve the problem because they end up fighting about the way that we're, they're fighting. Somebody says, I don't like the way you're talking to me right now. And then they start talking about that instead of solving the original problem. Many times I'll say, well, what were you guys even fighting about when all that happened? And they can't even remember what they were fighting about. So, and here's another thing we often do is we go to a, a file cabinet that isn't physical, but it's in our minds, and we start pulling things out of the past and say, I remember two years ago, you did this and you did that, and we start bringing up all this stuff, and then we forget what we're fighting about because we're just fighting to win, not fighting to, not interacting to resolve. And I call that trash. You know, you got to take out the trash. We all take out the trash every week. The, our trash man comes on Wednesday morning. So Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, we take out all the trash. And so when you fight and solve a problem, it should be gone. You got to yes. take those files should be thrown out. And sometimes the nonverbal communication changes communication because you're doing this or you're rolling your eyes or putting your head back or turning away or those are nonverbal communications that hinder the communication that connects. It starts pulling away and saying, we don't want to talk about this or we don't care or we don't love you, kind of all those kinds right. of things. So there should be a cadence because if, in other words, you have a meeting, you, you communicate for a while and then you practice what you communicated about. If someone tells you what they need and how they need it, then you do that for a while. And then maybe you have a time to reflect. How did we do? What's working? What's not working? Then you celebrate the wins. You know, man, that was so good. We talked and I felt yeah. so close and I didn't know you felt that way. And, and so um, then you can decide after that, 
maybe if there's something else that you want to improve on and work on but if you bring it up too much and there's too much feedback then it's kind of nagging you know so make sure that this is a meeting that's in a timely fashion and not right before somebody wants to go to sleep and not every day but you know maybe once a week or maybe some you know couples only need it every six months or maybe your boss would appreciate that once in a while but not all the time if you had that kind of meeting with them so just a few practical things good yeah so i know we've maybe even stepped on a few toes we've stepped on some of our own toes (laughs) Um, but the fact is is that communication is essential and must be positive communication to bring results or change. I know you're facing situations right now and they might be tense, somebody might be hurt over a situation from the past and they don't wanna get over it, some wanna fight in the moment, some wanna pull away and be by themselves, which doesn't resolve any more than fighting does. Um, But whatever the situation may be, whether it's on the job, or a friend that you just had a blowout with, or you know, whatever, whatever it is. And remember, time doesn't heal. That's really a myth. Communi- good communication heals. Heals. Effective communication. Yes. Even in our prayer life, our communication with God. So communication comes into everything. It comes into your sex life, which I know you'll have a Wednesday night talk about that. It comes <laughs> in your finances, which I know you'll have a session about that. Uh, it might be in rearing your children um, or, or whatever it might be. It might be in education, whatever it is. It might be political issues. Whatever the situation is, we have to learn how to communicate with one another and resolve. Uh, I don't know about you. We're not young anymore. We're not old, but we're not young, young anymore. That's right. He's a lot older than I am. She always says that. But anyways, we want to have the kind of life that is productive in these years of our life. Mm -hmm. And we want to learn how to manage our life together as we go through changes. We no longer have children that live at home and so on. So communication is so essential and so needed that we both have to work at it often. And there's going to be some times that you just forget and something just comes out. Well, realize it came out and apologize for it and keep going. You have to keep, you have to, you know, we live a life have of grace for one another. And we live a life of forgiveness. Pastor Michael just did 10 weeks if you want to watch that on Forgiveness University. But forgiveness is an essential element that we have to say, I'm sorry, I missed it. Or I'm sorry, I could have done better at that. And realize that both of us can make mistakes at any time. So I want to pray with you, and we're going to agree together. Pastor Debbie and I are going to agree together and ask God for your heart and mind to be open. Don't ever say, that's the way I am. Realize that you're becoming another person in Jesus Christ, and he's helping you. I thank God for this time that we could be with you tonight, and I pray that you got some helpful hints to help you prepare for a productive year. We're in a crisis as a nation. Politically, we're in a crisis. Racially, we're in a crisis. Uh, Presidentialized and all, all, yeah, financial reasons. People have lost jobs, all of that. But let's stay positive. Let's learn how to communicate. 
and let's move forward in 2021. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as Pastor Debbie and I are in agreement together. We thank you that in this moment in time at Quest Church on this Wednesday night, you're doing something to help the people relationally with friends, relatives, spouses, uh, co-workers, and bosses. I thank you that you're teaching all of us how to be good communicators, to resolve problems and issues and situations, and to grow that this year will be a year of growth and productivity that will become stronger in you. We thank you for this time that we've had together to talk about some of these issues. Bless Quest Church and all those that are watching, either by video or perhaps live tonight. We thank you that there is a way through our situations, our circumstances, what we're facing and what we're going through and that you're going to help us to be good communicators and in the, in the future, great communicators and productive for the kingdom of God. We ask your blessing upon the thoughts and word that we shared this night in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Great to be with you.